I have picked up that people, they are in emotional distress. They are, they are not happy. Uh, a few weeks ago, we did a podcast on, on you know, misery, liking company um, or, or, or seeking company. And um, I find that, that people are so angry in this day and age. They, 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 you can't have a conversation with somebody and have an opposing view without someone being angry because of what you're saying. It's as if you are attacking them personally and they become defensive. I think that the the emotional disconnect that the globe has experienced since uh, COVID-19, the global lockdown, it really impacted people's ability to process emotion a lot because to be able to process emotion, you need to be able to interact with other people. And when you were locked down for two years in your own home and the only thing that you had to to interact with the rest of the world with was social media, it becomes very difficult because you 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 become so sensitive to the topics that you see on social media because people don't have filters on, on social media. It was almost the perfect storm that was created. And now after this lockdown has disappeared and dissipated and, you know, COVID's here, then it's not here and it is here and we don't know if it's here and is it real and now it's come out of Wuhan and tomorrow it was from a bat and nobody knows what the fuck's going on and everybody's looking for answers. And every day there's an escalation of something more the war in the Ukraine is raging in its second year with no end in sight. I have friends who are deployed there uh, at the moment who talk about how difficult it is to be in this conflict and to stay positive, even though they're making inroads. Um, when they hear discussions and stories about um, attempted assassination on, on Putin, as we heard about this week, that there was plans in place. They don't, they, they, it's like watching your team play football and they miss the goal. That's their reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about a human being that could potentially be murdered. Whether he's a good person or bad person, doesn't matter. It's still murder. Then you have the war in Israel and, and, uh, between Israel and, and, and Palestine. And their reaction to that is, fuck, now the world's attention is going to be drawn away from mm. this. And I'm sitting here. I've made the, the conscious decision not to get involved in those conflicts. I've had, um, particularly in the Ukraine, enough opportunity to go but I've made the conscious decision to cut that part of myself off now and not to want to be engaged with it anymore because I, I want to do something new. I want to be uh, creatively engaged. So when they talk about it, I want to say stuff like, you know, you need to, you need to really take a step back because you, you want to take a look at the big bigger picture, but you want to focus on it. There's no such thing. That's oxymoronic. You need to step back and look at the entire battlefield. And, and, and when I say the battlefield, everything that's happening that's influencing the world that you are so 
microcosmically engaged in, you need to step back and then you need to figure out how this works. And they can't. They are fixated on what makes them angry because in that moment it drives them. And as somebody who was in that position previously, I don't know how they do that because I never, I didn't do that. For me, it was the job. What is the task? What's the objective? You know, are we running this mission? Yes. And how do you eat it? It's one bite at a time. And, you know, we've just passed Vega, right? We passed Vega. We're moving on to Cyprus. Let's go. But these guys are not even thinking like that. They're thinking as in Second World War whole campaigns. Yeah. Take the bridge, not move from here to there. That part is successful. It worked. Then move from there to there. So they are... They are engaged in, in, in being angry about everything all the time. And, and even in civilian life, I see people doing that all the time. And I think that if, if we as, as grown-ups and men, uh, if we don't learn how to deal with that conflict, if we don't learn how to deal with the, with the disdain and, the, and the, the bitter taste we have in our mouth for the world, you know, it, 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 we are responsible for the fracturing of the society because all we're doing is we're feeding, we're feeding the wolf. We have two wolves. One is light and one is, one is anger. And you got to feed both of them because they're hungry. Which one wins? The one that you feed yeah. all the time. You know, uh, and that is why I wanted to talk about about this topic about anger. I think the main thing that that that, and, and I think the COVID thing was the actual the impetus of this or the starting point, is that we're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very stressful. It was it, it took away our freedoms. It took away savings accounts. It took away all those things that we needed to. We we kind of saving for a rainy day, and and all of that fell apart. Um, we had to commit to doing processes that we didn't agree with um you know they've proven certain things didn't work they've they've they, 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 the 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 more and more literature is coming out now about all of the things that we were forced to do were the absolute wrong things to do mm. um and, and but we did it because we thought we were doing the right thing for everybody around us and i think a lot of the anger and bitterness at the moment is is based around the fact that in that time period we lost a large portion of ourselves. Mm. I think we lost the ability to have nuanced conversations. We lost the ability to have disagreements without war, to have disagreements without anger with, and to agree to disagree. Mm. Uh, you and I often have disagreed on many things. Mm. We haven't done it yet on the podcast, but we get, <laughs> we will get there eventually. But the thing is we, we know we have a difference of opinions and mm. that's okay makes no difference to our relationship. But other people, if we're not on the same page, we're at war. I hate you. You must die. Mm. And, you know, and watching what's happening in the world at the moment, people are really dying. People are really getting shot, killed at a party. The the whole people come flying in and shooting people with machine guns. I mean, what the hell? Mm. And you're talking about how depressed you are because, you know, you didn't get the new GTI this year or you're depressed because, you know, whatever, you picked up two kilos and your ass is getting fat, whatever. Do the work, it'll get better. Mm. Otherwise, stop chasing something that's not attainable, which I think is also part of the anger. 
we have this like, I need the new thing. I need the new iPhone. I need the new car. I need the new watch. I need the new, and it's kind of like every time you get the new thing, oh wait, there's another one coming, but mm. wait until you see that one. That one's going to be so much better. Yeah. How much better can it fucking be? Mm. You know, Omo is new and improved every year. If it was that fucking good, I would take my clothes off, get up in the morning, and they'd be fold- washed and folded in the fucking cupboard. Correct. Nothing's changed. Mm. It's just the packaging's changed. It's got smaller. They're charging us five times as much because it's new and improved. Bullshit. Yeah. But that's the thing is we, we, we know we're being lied to. We know we are losing our agency in our own lives. Mm. And I think that's the main concern that a lot of us have. And... I'm not going to equate it to PTSD, but it's a similar thing that we're all tired. Yeah. We're all worn down, stressed. And I think that's what's causing the anger. Yeah. The amount of road rage incidents that I've seen in the last couple of months, it seems to be escalating. Yeah. You know, people seem to be having less empathy, mm. less care for their fellow man. Um, you know, the taxi strike was was a was a prime example about people were left in town and had to walk home on the N2 until two, three o'clock in the morning down the N2 from town back out to Kalicha or Guguletu or wherever they had to travel to. They had to walk home. Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, the boss is like, well, well you've got to come to work tomorrow. But it's like, dude, I just got home. Mm. Turn around and come back. But no, there's no transport. Mm. So the empathy of the bosses, the empathy of the taxi drivers, and the cycle of misery that that caused in our communities is making us more depressed. Yeah. So each time, and this is probably the problem, maybe we should stop opening our social media Every time you open the social media, there's some new crisis. Uh, and our lives are driven by these crises. And we are constantly being challenged, pushed back. And the only way to fight it is to be angry. Yeah. But it doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Because they use that anger against your anger against yourself. And it's making us all sick. Yeah. Uh, another uh, another friend of mine came in to tell me today that he's got uh, leukemia. And I'm like, Shit. what the hell, dude? His wife's girlfriend's busy dying from cancer. He's now got leukemia. Ugh. He's lost 15, 16 kilograms. He's not much of him in the first place. And it's kind of like they won't tell him what f- stage he's in. It's just he's had um, some blood transfusions, but he can't handle it. So don't know how long that's going to last. But that's the thing is these stresses are just people are dropping like flies. Mm. Um, my uh, Both my kids have lost friends of theirs from school. They've lost parents. I wow. think my daughter's school, there have been four or five parent deaths in the in the last 18 months. Like a tribute, like just not natural? Just uh, all sorts of things. But it's kind of like, it, it's, is it? getting worse or are we just aware of it but i mean when i was at school nobody's parents died mm. okay it was in the 80s nobody's parents died and yeah. when i was at college nobody's parents died. as as a as a 50 nearly 60 year old man yes pe- people's parents are dying but nobody was dying in their 40s no uh, and it seems to be getting worse but is this now reactionary to the stress is this reactionary to our anger should we be less stressed should we be less angry and if we were, would that mean we would live longer? 
or is it something else? You know, uh, it's it's confusing. Um, I I did a bit of uh, research when we when we first discussed this topic, mm. and ChatGPT, my new best friend, and I like him because he doesn't disagree with me, <laughs> um, says there are ten factors that cause anger. Mm. The first one is biological and psychological factors. They can be an emotional responses to situations. They can be influenced by brain chemistry, genetics, past experience, experiences, etc. Um, so you can be predisposed to it because you know you got shouted at as a kid. So your reaction is to shout, and that's mm. the anger you see that. It's, you, it's, you, a, you would, it's, it's a learned response. It's a learned response, yeah. Uh, and the next one is obviously stress, which is the one we've just been talking about. So it creates this irritability and therefore anger. Uh, then we have frustration, not the same as stress. Um, when you have obstacles and challenges that impede goals, which are should be easy, we can become frustrated, and often a reaction is then is is anger. Um, my son, bless his soul, had to go to home affairs to get his ID picked up, just yeah. to pick it up. Okay, it's in and out. He sat for four hours. Mm. He was first in the queue. He sat for four hours for a collection. And I said, like, dude, and he said the people in this home affairs were every single person went up to the counter, shouted at the woman behind the counter, complained, let me speak to your manager, blah, 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 blah. And he, and he said, like, what what do you do? I said, well, you don't get angry. You just, you can't argue with, with this government force, you know. Yeah. But it was he now has a taste of what that is in store for the rest of your life every time you need to do anything with the government. And that's the frustration. So the anger there is yeah. based on the frustration. The next one is injustice, which is very obvious. We can see that happening all around the world at the moment. The next one is fear and threat. Um, sometimes we can be angry for when we're getting threatened. Uh, people react when they feel unsafe and believe their well-being is at risk. But that, that's your fight or flight response. Fight or flight, yeah. yeah. So the, your anger is, is your fight. The next one would be communication issues. Communication issues. Oh, that's a big one. It's a big one because people don't that's know how to speak. One. You need that's... to talk. You need to, to verbalize. You need to use your words, man. Yeah, I'm going to bang words. that one out. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also then have cultural and social factors. Um, sometimes social expectations shape how we express and deal uh, with our anger. Uh, some societies encourage the open expression of anger while others discourage it. Mm. It's not polite to be that's, angry. That's a Western yeah, concept. It that's, is. That's it like, is. Yeah, let's well, not talk, think, we're not going to talk about religion and politics kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it's, kind of like uh, it's nice to, you can get angry, but the upper crusts don't yes. get angry. Um, the next one would be mental health issues, obviously. If you are concerned with, if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, etc., obviously that can trigger anger. We have then also substance abuse, mm. people taking drugs, drinking, mm. you know, smoking too much dope, whatever it is, any of those aspects can build up an intolerance to politeness, I guess. Yeah, and you come yeah. across as angry. And then the last one, which I think is probably one of the worst, is the past trauma, yeah. which would then become the PTSD and the understanding of your the noise in your head is made louder by irritations and you react with anger. Yeah. I think the, the, the frustration there on the last point is that you can 
you can have a discussion with someone about what's going on in your head about your PTSD or whatever it is, but you need to, you need people to buy into your, to your um, recovery. Yeah. You know, they need to know what it is. Uh, anger is, is amplified when in that environment, in that space where you don't have people who, who will learn about what is, what is going on and why you're reacting the way that you're reacting. That's, I think that's a big thing. Mm. The, the converse to that is when you are so invested in what is wrong with you that when people are invested in, in, in what is, what you're going through, you're not hearing them because you've built a box for yourself. No. And you get upset. You're, 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 too, you're too busy living your diagnosis. Yes. Yeah. And, and you get upset when they say stuff to you like, um, you need to find ways to self-motivate and to be positive. And all they are doing is trying to find ways for why that won't work. And they will get angry at you because they believe you don't know what they're going through. But there's no dialogue. There's no yeah. communication. That, that takes us right into communication. That's such an important thing. I've been, I, I, being somebody who who has been involved in conflict resolution for so long, um, who has been involved in deconfliction for so for so long, uh, who on occasion has had to teach it to police officers, uh, so they could do their jobs better. Um, for most people, words are a way to get to the point where you can say the next thing that is important to you. It's got nothing to do with making the other person understand. It's got nothing to do with relaying an, an idea so, so well that you need less words to describe what you what you're trying to say. And people are lazy. They don't want to they don't want to use words in a way that will make people understand the world better because they will process the world using a word that is almost like the one that they mean, but it's not really. And in doing that, the message, message that comes out is wrong yeah. because you're not saying what is in your head. You're, you're, you're talking from a position of, I feel, no. What do you think yeah. about that? Tell me what you think. Now we're talking about solutions. But when you talk about, I feel, okay, I get it. You're angry. What do you think? is the reason for you being angry. And they'll start the next question. I just feel, I don't fucking care how yeah, you feel. You're not answering, yeah. You're not answering the question yeah. because you are so well-versed at ill communication. Yeah. Um, sorry, Beastie Boys. At ill communication that you don't know how to listen anymore, which means everything that comes out of your mouth is like a Marine on a battlefield on a fucking old brick radio. You come out broken and stupid. Yeah. And that's 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 dangerous, you know. Um, I, I think our our feeling of disenfranchisement it really drives a lot of anger. Yeah, mm. uh, like we were saying earlier on with what happened to COVID. On occasion, we've spoken about um, b being disempowered by governments and local governments and processes. Um, where it takes our agency away from us. And that has happened too many times with us. 
I think the only way to combat that is to is through self development. You you have to educate yourself. You have to read. You have to almost every day. You have to look at your responses and think to yourself: Was it valid? Was that the right response? Should I have done that? I see it with teenagers where somebody would say something to them, and they can't figure out what the sentiment is. What does it mean? Is this person making fun with? Are they laughing with me, mm. or are they laughing at me? And because that thought process feels like it's an eternity, they'll just default to whatever is defensive, and it's yeah. you must be laughing at me. Yeah. Fuck you. And now they come out swinging, and the consequences of that is is dire. Yeah. Especially if it happens on the street, it's dire. Somebody gets stabbed. Somebody gets beat down. It's it's, and it and it it, it drives you. You on this roller coaster, you can't get off. Yeah, because now you're the victim as well. As a society, uh, as young men, our young men are so poorly equipped to deal with conflict. They they don't know how to deal with it. My granddad always used to say, "Um, well, my 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 granddad would drive, and he would get pissed off for somebody for driving bad, and he would." Say something which you couldn't say in polite conversation, and my grand would say to him, "Why do you carry on like that?" And he said, "It's a privilege for me to be able to do that because I understand it. I understand where it comes from. If I had the opportunity to get out and I and to talk to this man about his driving, then I will tell him exactly what he did wrong." And why I think less of him, not using these words that I'm using now, because now I'm I, I can't talk to him, and that frustrates me. I'm angry now, yeah. but if I had an opportunity to talk to him, I'd be able to. So this is my privilege right now. I never quite understand it. I must have been eight years old. He got pulled over by uh, a traffic officer. Back then, they were called the blowbikes, the blue jackets. They wore this sort of tunic. Jacket which was long, mm. with a leather strap that came across. I remember those, know, yeah. With a big, uh, uh, um, big brass buttons. Br- yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the big was it a brass star? Yeah, it's a brass star yeah. that they had, which was chopped in, looked like a fucking sheriff, but it said like mm. traffic over the over the front of it. And my granddad um, pulled over, and it was the first time that I sh- saw somebody exercise their right when they are right. And he got out of the car. The traffic officer tried to push the car close again. Um, and my granddad looked at me. My granddad said, if you put your hand on my vehicle again, then you and I are going to have a problem. I'm getting out of the car. And I'm going to stand as opposed to you looming over me while you're talking to me. Okay. Granddad got out of the car. And he said, now you can tell me what I did wrong. When into my granddad said, you're wrong. Because for whatever reason, he explained to him why he was wrong. At the end of the conversation, he had to agree that he was wrong. He still had to uh, emphasize his authority by saying something like, well, just just yeah. be careful next time. Yeah, yeah. And my granddad let him walk over. My granddad said, you be careful next time. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> so this is what this is all about. It was the first time. And the men in that side of the family... 
we're all like that. You don't get to tell me what to do if I'm not wrong. You get to, you get to you get to fix things for me if I'm wrong, but you don't get to tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. So the strongest lesson or the best lesson that I learned there was if you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. You know, take it on board, accept it, apologize. And from from my other grandfather, my 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 maternal grandfather, I learned it was okay to apologize. Apologize if you're wrong. Mm. But know that the apology is not for the other person. Yeah. You don't fucking have to accept it. It's for me. Yeah. It's for my growth. It's for me becoming better. It's for me. And, and that, that education in, in how to apologize, it gives you an opportunity to grow. It takes you to that other place where conflict can't touch you. Mm. But no. I mean, also the apology terminates the anger. Yeah, it should. It, it, it Because it's kind of like, well, it's over now. It, so should, it should be disarming. Yeah, it should be that, should be like, okay, cool, it's diffused, it's over. Oh, fuck, bro. Uh, and, but it doesn't always go that I've, way. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've apologized to people and, and they are so taken aback by, because it's not changed everything. Yeah. You know, I'm not upset about what you said. I'm just like, hey, Okay, I, I got it wrong. The information that I had was incorrect P- for one or two reasons. I didn't understand it or I didn't have all of it. Yeah. I apologize. I'm sorry. And they're like, what, but you, 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 no, what? Yeah. and they you can were, you see they want to say, no. well, fuck you, yeah. you know, but they, no, they want to argue. They yeah. want to argue. They want to beat you down. They want to prove you, but you've already disarmed that. And you, <laughs> okay, nah, cool. I made a mistake. Let's move on. You know, they want to harp on that anger. They want to harp in that position and, and, and rub your nose in it, but, they don't have to if you've already apologized. And I think that's one of those things that we've forgotten how to do. We've definitely forgotten how to be uh, humble in defeat mm. or in, in fault, in, in fault at least. Not necessarily losing, but at least admitting that perhaps in some such situations you were wrong. Mm. And now we have people arguing about the color of the sky and, 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 and all sorts of weird shit that it, it's subjective. It's mm. not it's not a specific, it's how you perceive it. Yeah. So you will see it differently to me. Um, people, a lot of people don't look up at the sky. So they don't have a clear image in their head of what the sky looks like. And in their head, they have, I don't know, the Simpsons sky with the Simpsons clouds. And that's mm. the sky mm. because that's what they see. And in their head, that's, that's what it looks like. And every now and then, when you look at the sky, it really does look like that. It really does look like those Simpson, Simpsons so clouds. Animated. Yeah, and it's, and it's kind of like, and that's rad. Um, but the, it is every aspect of every day is something different. And we've forgotten how to perceive it. Yeah. Because we've been so busy arguing about the color of the sky, we forgot to actually look at it yeah. and go, hmm. We're both wrong. It's green today. Mm. And and it's kind of like, what are you talking about? And then you look up, oh, fuck, it is green. What's that from? And then we can have a cool conversation about why do we perceive that as a green, even though it's probably more yellow and blue. Mm. But how would you have that conversation if we're too busy arguing about it? Yeah, the need to be right is, yeah. is paramount in, in everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. I prefer, I, I love it when I am not right because then I have an opportunity to learn something new. Mm. There's no fucking way on the face of this planet that you can know everything. Yeah. Just no way. 
Yeah. So how the fuck do you do sort of operate and 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 want to be right all the time? How boring is that to just like know yeah. everything? You know, I like the guys used to say that they used to call me the oracle. <laughs> I don't know if you can remember that. Like, you ask him anything and he would know. I know a small amount of various different topics, but I don't know everything. And it's just because I have a I have a large appetite. You know, I want to I want to explore everything, and the things that I explore, if I'm if 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 I'm learning about firearms and ballistic deficiencies and, and, and all of these different things, then I can take that information and I can use it somewhere else. I can use it when I'm talking about um, conflict. I can use it when I'm negotiating. I can, I can apply it when I'm looking at someone because I can see the calculations that they're making as they are having a discussion with me. And I can see whether or not they are engaged in the conversation or whether they're just waiting for the next gap so that mm. they can fill it with, with noise. Yeah, so they can they can say what they want to say without contributing to that because they've already had the entire conversation in their head, so they're not listening to you. Exactly. You know, people, and this is a meme and it's horrible, but it's true. People don't listen to hear. Mm. They listen so they can respond. Exactly. And the problem with is that you're you're looking for the gap. You're looking for the end so that you can keep going with your point instead of listening to the point of the other person and perhaps onboarding it and making it part of your repertoire. Mm. And with that onboarding of other people's opinions, you can build a better opinion of the entire world instead of just your singular view. And the singular view is distorted by your life because you've lived it and you haven't lived or walked a mile in my shoes or run a marathon in my shoes or whatever it's going to be because you've never done that you can't understand my position mm. unless we can talk about it and i can explain it to you and you yeah. can but then you have to listen as well not just let me talk at you you have to let me talk to you and we can swap ideas and build on those ideas together as we speak and that building of ideas and the lack of confrontation in that situation, to me, calms the anger. But but but, but you're not talking about having having a discussion and 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 raising the level of of the discord, like raising the level of the of the conversation. People don't want to have a conversation. I mean, you and I have experienced it where. You can say something to someone and it can be something they absolutely need to hear and it should pique their interest. It should resonate with them. They should be able to carry their conversation forward so that it now enlightens them and uplifts them. But they just like default to fart jokes mm. as opposed to dealing with that. And, and I think a lot of people, men especially, are afraid to look at the things that makes them less because they know they own it all. It's all them. It's not Simon said that about me or 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 or, 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 or the Rev said that about me and, 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 and I don't like it because it's not true. Or Bishop said that about me and I don't like it and it's not, it's, it's not true. It should, the, the next question should be, are they right? Mm. Should I look at myself more deeply and go, 
I've trusted them in conversations before. I've heard them speak. I understand that they come from a place of sharing and and love and love. And but now that specific sentence that's fucked me off. So there's anger, and mm. it's kind of like, but why are you angry? I thought you knew this. Mm. Look in the mirror. I'm not surprising you by calling you a fat punk. Mm. I'm not surprising you by saying, "Hey, dude, you're in your mid forties." You've let it go a little bit much. Let's reel it back in. Mm. And again, I'm being facetious here, but which is not necessarily the right thing to do because when you're trying to help your friends because you've seen something or experienced something and you can see them going down the same path of negativity that you got lost in before, but they're not interested mm. because they are more comfortable in their excess or they're more comfortable in the fact that they don't have to listen to me. Mm. Yeah, but nobody a, has to listen to me. I think it's a global response, though. It's yeah. like uh, it's, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to look at all the things that 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 they need to fix. You, you hit forty years old. You've done so many fucking wrong things by that, and it's not long. It's like twenty years. Yeah, it's twenty years to like like fuck it up completely, and you've done so many things because you 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 were you were. You were sold the idea that you're grown up now. Mm. I'll never forget uh, one of my best friends uh, moves out of his mom's house, moves in with a girlfriend. This fucking guy, he moved out at 19. By the time he was 22 years old, he had picked up 30Ks. And it's like from going to, like, from his house um, in, 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 he was living in Parkwood at the time. He, Get on his motorbike, drive all the way down to Busy Corner or to Victoria Road in Grassy Park and buy a Gatsby and four samosas and like fucking dalchies and all this other cuck. And he come up, it's just him and her. That's a Friday night and they're going to watch movies. And tomorrow it's a, a bottle of Clip Drift and Coke and off they go to the club and shit faced, come home at three in the morning sleep until like 12 in the afternoon, drag themselves from bed, maybe do something, you know, no no physical exercise, Monday it's work and they, and they feel like crap and, you know, he's smoking packs of cigarette in 30Ks, bro, yeah. you know, and I said to him, it's, it's in your parents' house, there's a sense of, of restraint. Yeah. There's one box of biscuits for the entire family and your mother doles it out. Yeah. You don't fucking just go to the cupboard and, Get what you want. You don't just like everything in, in, in my mom's house. Like, until I could buy it for myself, I would ask, can I have some of this? Can I can I use some of this? Unless it was food. Yeah. Then it would be okay. I could I could I could have it. But if it was anything that was there for the will and pleasure of the rest yeah. of the family, yeah, yeah. I had to ask. Yeah. So you move out of your, your mom's house, 30 cases would happen. No restraint. Yeah. So you have to be able to to practice restraint. You have to manage the gluttony. You have to you have to be able to say, "Have I had enough of this?" Yeah. Even if it's something that is toxic to you. Yeah. You're in a toxic relationship. That thing frustrates me. There is no communication. I feel disenfranchised. Those are three out of the ten that you just mentioned. Yeah. Yes, it 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 it, it has negative effects on me on all levels. I need to get the fuck out of here. Because to live with that anger 
and and I've spoken to people who who would say to me that I reserve the right. I disagree. Yeah. You 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 don't reserve the right uh, to 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 engage with an emotional response which is going to be negative for you and the people around you because you want to you're going to how do you justify that where is where's the opportunity to educate and guide yeah if you are focused on the thing that is negative as opposed to the thing that is positive you you, you can't live in those absolutes no one's happy all the time and no one's angry all the time but you can learn all the time yeah and if you let that be your your star from your shining star, your your north star. How can you fucking fail? Yeah, you know? I think we 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 spend too much time in the echo chambers of our heads. Mm. You know, you think you have great thoughts, internal dialogue. Is yeah, a and you you you're an expert on everything, and you really are perfectly engaged, and you know how to answer all the smart. You know, if somebody chirped you in 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 the pick and pay five weeks ago, you've now five weeks later worked out the perfect retort, <laughs> and it's kind of like, dude, that time's gone. If you yeah. didn't have the retort there and then and said it there and then, it's it's a waste. Mm. But we're focusing so hard on those. I could have, I should have, I would have, I, you know, oh, but I'm I'm just tired and I'm just and then this and I'm this. No, you're not. You're just lazy. Mm. And and laziness is the worst of all of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. You know, it it, it sloth is just it's horrible. Mm. But the thing is, we we our society is geared towards it. We don't have to leave our houses anymore. Mm. Um. You hear these little fucking scooters riding these up and scooters down are all the time. Down and you, Bring come, your food. Here comes your takeaways. You, you don't even walk to the shops anymore to go buy a packet of smokes. Somebody will deliver it to you. So, and that delivery because now it's got to be minimum two hundred bucks, and it's a packet of smokes. Okay, well I've got to make it up to two hundred bucks. So you'll add in a packet of chips, two two liters of coke, and you know whatever. You don't need it. You but, don't need it, but, but you but need it to get it to two hundred, so you get free delivery. Yeah. Fucking get on your ass, get off your ass, and walk up there. It's free fetching, mm. and you and you when you're there, you're burning some of those calories that you're going to be stuffing back in. But people are, it's too convenient. Mm. Um, you know, uh, there's an advert on the radio at the moment, and it's for uh, one cart mm. shopping, everything, everywhere. Don't have to leave my house. It's so amazing. I don't have to. And it's like, why would you not want to go out? Why would you not want to go? And forage for your fruits and vegetables, going to veg city, veg land or whatever, rather than sitting here and let somebody else pick it for you. Hmm. At what point do you go? No, I need my own life. You know, you, again, you're giving agency to other people to deliver you what you asked for, but also not even to get out of your house. Hmm. And I get that. We've spoken. I think we've spoken about this before about how. A car or a motorbike or a bicycle or a skateboard is freedom mm. because you can move. And that freedom is being taken away from us by you don't have to move anymore. You can stay on your couch and we'll bring it to you. Somebody else will move. Mm. Somebody else will deliver this for you. And we're getting to be locked in for longer. But, but just, that's the thing about it. Is, I mean, if you don't have to leave your house, you're sequestered. Yeah. You're sitting in front of your TV watching yeah. crappy TV. Yeah, yeah. Everybody agrees there's maybe five shows on Netflix that is well written. The rest are all shit. Yeah, yeah. And you are you are a captive audience 
to the negativity of it all, hmm? all the fucking time. And as you're sitting there watching all of this cuck happening, you, you become more negative. You, 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 you're not exercising. You're not burning fucking off anything. Yeah. You, the only way that you are producing the chemicals in your head that makes you happy is by eating and watching crappy TV. Yeah. You're not. Yeah, you're getting the dopamine, dopamine stimulation from watching other people's demise on TV. I mean, if you got to fucking fall asleep to watching fucking true crime, then there's something psychologically <laughs> yeah, fucked up with you, you know. Yeah. Um, but you're not, you're not reading. Yeah. You're not listening to music. You're not engaging with an artistic world. You're just not fucking talking to mm. anyone. And and it's no wonder you get angry because the idea of life is put into your head through what you're watching. Yeah. And what you're watching is not real. Yeah. It's it's all fucking superficial. I, I got a a, a a video that was sent to me, was it last week sometime? It's a guy on his motorcycle. And um, he's wearing a cut. And then some other one percenter comes and he snatches the cut from this guy and puts it in his, uh, in his panniers. Ooh, he's got panniers. And um, everybody is commenting, like maybe a thousand comments on, yeah, that's the right way to do it. One percenters don't play and whatever. And the one guy, um, he sent me a message. He says, you're not saying anything. Usually you have something to say. I said, I've really given up on commenting on anything i'm trying to build something else now and that doesn't need comments it, me it needs me to engage and interact so for me to interact on this platform i must create something that i can showcase to you guys and then you guys can say cool red or i'll order that or i want that experience or how did you make that now we're having a conversation but if i'm just commenting mm -hmm. in the hope that somebody's going to like it i don't want to do that yeah what do you think Okay, my opinion is if somebody came and took shit that I paid money for and ripped it off my back because he didn't like it, somebody's catching the fucking dirt nap. Yeah. That's a consequence yeah. for aberrant behavior. Yeah. Taking shit that doesn't belong to you, whether you're a 1% or a fucking 8%, I don't give a fuck. Taking something that doesn't belong to you is theft and deserves a beatdown. And where I come from, the pipe eaters that, that, that I worked with, we won't allow that kind of shit, yeah. but that's the consequence. Are you willing to go to that consequence for something as trivial as a fucking piece of cloth? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to take somebody's life because of something as dumb as that. So the argument is a misnomer. I don't want to even start it. Yeah. Um, do I want to wear anything that's going to push anybody off? Of course not. But I got my principles. There are certain things that I would absolutely... Uh, have on a t-shirt because I believe in it and if you don't like it come to me and talk to me about it yeah. say to me I don't like your t-shirt I find it offensive I'm firstly I'm going to say grow fucking set of balls yeah. stop being fucking like a baby and a victim yeah, yeah. it's my shirt if yeah. you don't like it stop looking at it Yeah. and like fuck off somewhere else yeah, yeah. you know or, or or I'll leave if if you don't like it but it's my t-shirt Yeah. I'll wear it if I want to you won't catch me wearing a fucking uh, 
a German-inspired or Nazi, I'm not going to say German, a Nazi-inspired swastika. But I have on occasion worn a swastika on a shirt because it it had a it had a strong relationship with um, with Asiatic religion. So where does that come from? Yeah. You know, everybody, they talk shit and they say stuff like, um, uh, this white guy is an Aryan. He's an Aryan. What does it mean? It, yeah. it has Egyptian heritage. It means noble cultivator. Yeah. It's not, it, it, it's, it's what you make it out to be. We had a conversation yeah, yeah. about swearing the other day. Um, my family was sitting here and they say, Dad, you swear a lot. I said, I do because I'm so fucking passionate about it. <laughs> Uh, that's why I swear. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes we, it's the best punctuation or the best way to get your point across to show that you are engaging in the conversation. But but uh, we made it though. Mm. That's our yeah. design. God's like I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. You gave it meaning. Yeah. I couldn't care. Yeah. He might be sitting up there saying thinking to himself or she or they. Yeah. I quite like the word fuck. Yeah, yeah. It really defines. It rolls, what, off, it rolls off the tongue better than fornicate. Yeah, it it, it yes, it, it and and it sometimes it, it it describes my day perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Exactly. So, but we gave it power. Yeah. Just like everything else, we give power around us. We give politicians power. We give we give uh, um, school shooters power because we keep fucking talking about who they were and where yeah, they yeah. came from and what. Fuck them. Let's talk about the victims. Yeah. Let's commemorate them and let's let, let's pull them yeah. and let's find ways to never let that happen again. Yeah. Let's put our power into that, you know, as opposed to as opposed to giving man-made shit power. You know, everything in our society that we live by is man-made. We we gave it a meaning. I, I was listening to this comedian. He's like, you know, like you got to say congratulate the guy who came up with math, but somewhere. Somehow, some guy sat and said, that's one, that's another one. Let's call that two. I don't know what it means, but let's call it two. Yeah. And from that point forward, everyone calls it two. And we design entire structures and ideas and concepts and, 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 and algorithms are calculated by way of that basic thing that one fucking guy gave power to yeah and what if we don't give power to to it anymore what if we don't give power to anger what if we don't what if we say well that doesn't matter anymore mm. you know what what does it matter um when when everyone that you know is dead whatever you gave power to doesn't exist yeah it doesn't fucking exist the shit that you were concerned about yesterday is not important because yeah. you're not part of the equation yeah. anymore. It's it's not important to you. It's sort of what will happen eventually if AI is left unchecked. Whatever you think is relevant doesn't fucking matter anymore mm. because the problem solver doesn't count you in the equation. Yeah. You know, we might be dead while we're still alive because we just won't matter. Yeah. What I'm saying is, what I'm suggesting is that we're so busy getting angry. The shit that, that we are, are, are going to be angry about, it won't be a concept at any point. If you look at the conflict in, in, in 
the Middle East at the moment. They call that a desert, but that land is soaked in blood for more than 2,000 years. Yeah, at least, and more. And, 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 and we are still talking about right or wrong. When it's not about right or wrong, it's about reaction. Yeah. You know, we don't even realize that reactionary politics is something that has been driven in that region and in many other regions throughout the world for a long time. It, it, just on my feed now, Business uh, Africa is talking about how China is lauding the efforts of of Hamas and and blaming America for being part of the of, of the problem. That drives an emotional response. Mm-hmm. If they already said that, it if could be generated if, bullshit news, which if, is f- causing another angry response. Which is again, we we have these 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 feeds that are giving us giving us opinions, giving us insights into things that are contributing to the anger. Mm. And that, if if China really did say that, that makes no sense. Firstly, mm. if you analyze it, it makes no sense. But if it was some bullshit bot trying to get a, create a response and to get you click on it to clickbait bullshit and you carry on and follow the follow the follow the rabbit down the hole that's what they want because somewhere down that hole they're going to start sending you adverts and they're going to start so it's it's they're just teasing you in with to see what response what what you react to but the angry response is is we we need to stop the knee-jerk responses. We yes. need to analyze stuff and go, okay, this is, for this reason, that reason, that reason, I can then get angry about it. Or it's for this reason, this reason, this reason, therefore the reasons are better than my anger. Mm. So I have to capitulate or at least agree to or and be part of this process. But the anger that we have seems to be building In my opinion, the world has become so safe, mm. so easy to live in. We have everything we need. Same, like we were bitching about, they can deliver us everything. They can deliver us everything. It depends mm. how you perceive it. Um, yes, people are dying in wars. People have always died in wars. And and I'm, I'm, again, I'm not discounting the people that have died recently. It sucks. I hate it. Mm. And first thing I heard about it, it made me angry. Mm. It made me so angry because we're still fighting the Crusades 700 years later. We're still fighting the Ottoman Empire that we've been fighting since before the Crusades. Mm. We are this same bullshit argument over whose um, invisible friend is more important than the other. You know, I believe personally there is a singular creator. Mm. Who you choose to call that creator or whichever aspect you use to approach the creator whether it's Christian, whether it's Jewish, whether it's Islamic, whether it's Buddhist, whatever one of those roots you use is irrelevant to me mm. as long as you believe there's a creator. Mm. And that's the problem is we, if there is one creation, which pretty much everybody agrees on, we're, we, we, we're arguing about the intermediary instead of the overall power. Mm. And we're losing the empathy. We're losing the relationship we have with our fellow man. Mm. And when we do this, we're isolating ourselves into smaller and smaller groups 
And as we know, the government can control those smaller groups because if we could all stand together, um, it would be so much stronger. But we can't. No. Because no. we're too busy arguing and fighting and well, getting angry. <laughs> isn't that what what they want? I'm they, sure. They, they want us not to... Um, not to be able to work together. They want us not to be able to um, be on the same side, not to be able to have discussions and disagree and then come up with solutions. Yeah, That's that's what they want. Yeah. A, a friend of mine is part of the District 6, um, I don't know what to call it, recovery plan, getting people back onto the land and into the houses. Um where they used to live um, in, in the 60s and the 50s. They can't agree on anything yeah. in their little organization. There's got to be like, what, 300 families there? But they can't agree on anything. And because of that, they are divided. And because they're divided, there's no solution. Yeah. And all the city says and all the government says, national government says, well, we tried. We spoke yeah. to these people. Even this woman that passed away previously, I think, uh, Tina Juma Peterson. Uh, she was involved there as well. Um, and, and, and no one has been able to fix this problem because they sow the discord amongst those people. They, yeah. they, they, the, the, the dissension is there, you know, and, and, the, and, and those people are unable to come up with solutions. If you can't get people to agree on what the problem is, never mind what the solution is, then you've won. Mm. You don't have to fight the battle. You just have to. It's the concept of sowing reasonable doubt. Yeah. Because if there's reasonable doubt, no one can make up their mind. People are like, oh, fuck. What if I make the wrong decision? Mm. Okay, I can't make a decision. Therefore, that guy's right. I can't make a decision and say this guy is completely wrong. Therefore, if he's not wrong, I'm not right. So we're going to kick this whole thing out. It's the American principle of justice. And it's flawed. Yeah, It's broken. And if we keep on looking at this concept where we are uh, um, peddling uh, broken ideas, then how will we ever fix anything? Yeah, you know, How will we ever hold ourselves accountable? Men, I think, in this day and age are so willing to give reasons for why things are wrong and why they can't achieve what they need to achieve or why things are broken. or And they want to be patted on the back for like simple things. I take care of my kid. You're fucking supposed to take yeah. care of your kids. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. But then also, you know, you've got the the um, the boogeyman, mm. the, 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 the Bilderberg group or mm. the Illuminati. They're stopping us from achieving. Mm. No, they're just the boogeyman. They're yeah. just there to frighten you because you can blame somebody else. Mm. And, and and they're so far above your level. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. But again, if they are controlling the world at that level, you don't matter. Mm. So they're not oppressing you. You're oppressing yourself with the thought of them oppressing you. Mm. And and the, the problem with that is that if you think they're oppressing you, you're oppressing yourself. Mm. And if they are there, if they do exist, and if they are nefarious in these things, then they don't have to do shit because you're doing it yourself. Mm. You, you, you're you keeping yourself locked away from 
achieving what you could achieve. I mean, look around the world at these people that have come from nothing and achieved absolutely amazing things and, and multi, multi, multi millionaires from very, very humble beginnings. If there was a overseeing group of very wealthy people, they wouldn't let that happen mm. because this person now can buy his way into that group or maybe that's the point. I mm -hmm. don't know. It doesn't quite make sense. Uh, it was a clear thought when I started speaking, but it got <laughs> lost. <laughs> but again, it's kind of, we often sell ourselves short in what we believe is fucking us up. Yeah. And, you know, I, a friend of mine, I, 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 I ran a race on, on Sunday morning, very quick, actually quite a nice one. And he said to me, no, nah, he can't run marathons. I said, no, well, you can, because I know you can. I, I just watched you run this. I just ran with you. I know you can run for this. Yeah, but after two hours, I'm done. I'm finished. I can't run more than two hours. No, you can't, because you don't think you can. And by limiting yourself to that point, which is self-inflicted, absolutely, because I know he can run further than that. But that's it. He's limiting himself. Yeah. He's not actually joining in in the potential that he could have because he's going up no, two hours, 21 Ks. That's my limit. That's me. And that's not right. Mm. And that's what the boogeyman, the Bilderberg, the Illuminati, that's what people are doing. Well, I can't get any better because these people are oppressing me, so I'm never going to rise above this glass ceiling that doesn't exist because if it existed nobody would rise above it but people do but, but that's the converse yeah. of, of the of the conversation is that self-censorship where i'd rather not say anything because i don't want to piss anybody off mm. it's it's a self-censorship where okay so you can say something mm. but you're not willing to put your thoughts out there because you're you're maybe um, you're embarrassed by what what your opinion might be, or you're embarrassed at the fact that you don't know enough and you have to ask questions. And it's like I said earlier on this idea where if we want to have harmonious social interaction, we can't have disagreements. We can't speak about religion or politics. It's probably one of the two most interesting fucking things that you can speak about. Yeah. It reveals so much about the person and their intellect when you are talking to them about those things. And it gives you so many opportunities to speak about the development of our culture and how we understand the way that our world works when we speak about those two concepts. Because they are the two most controlling concepts mm. in our society. Absolutely. Even though we don't pray in our schools anymore and and nobody understands politics, everybody has an opinion, it's reactionary politics that they interact with, you speak about those two fucking things, you're probably going to find a budding intellectual somewhere there. Yeah. Because somebody's going to say something so smart, even in their sense of not knowing anything, they will ask the innocent question, which, yeah. is, which is the right questions to ask. Yeah, yeah. And How also, can you get that, angry at that? Yeah, exactly. But again, we the the and I, and I think the thing is that we talk about um, arguments. An argument can be a debate. It can be throwing shoes, throwing bricks at each other. It can be a war. Mm. 
but it can also just be a conversation. Mm. And the problem is that the conversations often break down because people are not willing to engage in anything other than their own opinion. Mm. And the problem with opinions is it's not a fact, it's an opinion. And the problem with opinions is if you can take on board other information, your opinion can change. Mm. And if you, I mean, I had strong opinions about taking the vaccine when it first came out. Um, and now I've got very opposing views on the vaccines. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, but that was my view, and I was I was committed to that process. You know, I drank the Kool Aid, uh, I took the information that was given, and I said, okay, this is the right thing for us. And now I just fucking wish I hadn't. Mm. But my opinion has you and changed. maybe millions of others. Yeah, exactly. So my opi- my strong opinion, my one that I bet my life on, is changed, has changed. Mm. And that happens a lot. You know, it's happened with my, my religious beliefs. It's happened with relationships. It's happened with partnerships. It's happened with everything. Mm. I was once one thing and now I am something else. Which is okay. And, and the gro- my growth, I would, I guess you'd call it, is growth in some aspects. Some of it is, is, is changed me in such a way that I'm not the same person that people made friends with in the beginning. Mm. And that bothers them. Yeah. Because that person is no longer around. Yeah. And sometimes that can cause anger. Sometimes it can cause bitterness. Yeah. But I'm growing. And my ability to take on board other people's opinions, I believe, is part of that growth. Mm. I speak to all classes of people all day, all, all color barriers, no barriers, whatever it is. I speak to everybody. And... Because of that, I'm well aware that whatever happens at a one-on-one level, we're all on this in the same page, mm-hmm. all in the same book, all reading the same shit. We all have the same concerns. We're all f- struggling against the currents. And when we, when I have these conversations with 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 my clients, and and I spend time, can be two, three, four, five hours in their company, we can you know break apart quite a lot of our cultural differences mm. and you know we can put, i can put something on the table and say hey listen this is me as a as a white south african what do you think of this and they go like oh fuck yeah you know obviously but from my culture it's different because of this this and this so i'm beginning to understand the cultural differences but understanding that the actual differences are so slight mm. The physical differences, the the actual difference, not the not the cultural stuff or the or the list of beliefs. That's that's something else. But I'm definitely understanding that we're all struggling. Mm-hmm. We're all fighting against politicians that don't give a fuck about us. Yeah. The politicians are making rules and laws for their own benefit, not for the benefit of the people. Yeah. You know, it's like our ESCOM can't supply us with electricity. So we go out and we buy battery packs, solar panels, inverters. inverters. We kit out our houses so we don't need to buy your product, thank you. Then they write a new law that says if you have this on your house, it's got to be certified. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. Why? And you owe me this. Yeah, and, and we must pay you a portion. Or we must pay you. And, or we, we, why? You can't supply me with this product, so I'm going to organize it myself. It's like the it's like firearms licenses. Exactly. You, you, you know, it's kind you of you owe me this because I can't protect you. Yeah, exactly. So you owe me this. Yeah, it's 
it's insane that we are almost every day there's a new rule, a new law, a new bylaw, a new something that is not for the benefit of man. But that's it's but, just but, for the benefit of the government. I think that's why you know people they feel disenfranchised, they feel mm. powerless. That's why we're fucking angry. <laughs> that's why people are angry. It's, it's it's one of those things, you know, and and people would rather zone out than have discussions about it. They'd rather mm. talk about how pissed they got on the weekend. Yeah. And laugh about it. No, oh, talk about the rugby or the refereeing of the rugby or yeah, talk about the cricket or talk about like my wife asked fucking me. Kardashians. Yeah, my wife asked me who's like I said to her, uh, South Africa in the finals. She says, Yeah. Like in the semis. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Because I'm too busy doing other stuff. Yeah. You know, for the first time that I'm not engaged in yeah, I'm 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 only engaged in creative stuff, creative practice. Um, I'm only reading and being entertained by things that are interesting for me to 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 learn from. And that causes me to come into direct conflict with my 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 unwillingness to try new things. I'm I'm in direct conflict with it. And 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 I I, I think I climb on board with this. My my therapist uh, has a plaque in her office that reads, "For you and I are now in confrontation, but I see no violence." It's a quote from Steve Biko. She got it at a flea market somewhere. She didn't know who it was. She said it was it was in response to something that a judge said to him when he was I think he was defending his banning order, um, and. And the judge said, I think the problem is that you people are always seeking conflict. And Biko's response was, conflict is not a bad thing. You yeah. and I are in conflict now, but there's no violence. Yeah. Conflict is a good thing. It means that you are interjecting when somebody else says something that you disagree with. And you can talk about it. It is your job either to convince the person, A, that they are wrong, or B, that you disagree with them for this reasons. Yeah. Now we're having a conversation. That's conflict. Yeah. You and I, we're not, we don't agree on the same thing, but we're talking about it. Yeah. And we run from that shit as people all the time. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, our immediate response is to become defensive. Yeah. And then to want to argue, uh, or fight, or do it, or do, do something else that's aberrant. It's not right. We can't keep doing that. As you get older, are you less angry? I I was a very angry young man. Mm. Um, I saw the hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think that I'm learning to temper my anger, but different things anger me now. Mm. Injustice is my my pet hate. That mm. is th that is the thing that makes me angry twenty four seven every yeah. single time. But other than that, there's not much that gets me angry anymore. I, I try and be more attentive to other people's needs. I try not to make my position more important than anybody else's. But I like to be comfortable, mm. but I also like to be tested. Yeah. And if I am not being tested, I'm moving on. Yeah. And I think that's sometimes causes conflict 
um, but not anger, not from my side. Yeah. Which I think is maybe easier to try and have the discussions, but people are just angry. Yeah. I think in my head, I was also angry as a young man. I mean, I came up through the action committees and, you know, we were building fucking petrol bombs. We, we <laughs> it, it, it was great. It behooved us to be angry. Yeah, yeah. So it was important for for uh, the success of that endeavor that we were angry, and and people revved us up. But as I got older, you realize the world isn't black and white. Yeah, it's shades of something that you can't really identify. It's not gray. It's not. It's not anything else. So it, it struggles uh, as you get older. But I think um, I. I I, I, I'm definitely a lot less angry. I don't get angry when you'd say injustice. I find the best way to deal with anger is to act on it. Yeah. If there's injustice, I, I can't keep quiet. I can't do nothing about it. I have to rise and do something. Yeah. And that's the best way to, to deal with the anger because then at least I know I'm part of the solution yeah. as opposed to just click, 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 yeah, tick, yeah. tick, tacking on my phone. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's worth my... That's worth my effort, and it removes the anger. Can we overcome this? I don't know. I don't know if we can overcome it. But I do know that there is great potential in us to overcome it mm. if we just give it a chance. 